0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: High school baseball is over. But that doesn't stop us from talking high school baseball because there is a new summer league. It's time for the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's turn it over to the fans, high school insider, big time Mike McGivern.
2: Welcome into the new Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside the two guys that thought this up, I guess, man. I don't know. David Casey and Jim Clark. David, how you been?
3: Good, Mike. What about you?
2: Matt, good. It's good to see you. Congratulations are in order right here. So there is a girl out there that said yes to you, huh?
3: (laughs) Shockingly. Man,
2: (laughs) trust me, there is someone for everyone. I'm just kidding. David David Casey, one of the good guys in in baseball, I'll tell you that. So he used to be my co-host, kind of. He was the sponsor, man, of uh, the baseball show that we did a couple years ago, and then he got big time, and he got busy, and, and he doesn't have all the time in the world like he used to now that he's engaged and getting married. When is the wedding, by the way?
3: End of September, so uh, it's getting real.
2: It is getting real. Yeah, I talked to a couple of guys that said, like all of us, you completely outkicked your coverage.
3: Uh, I can't argue with them well, on that con- one.
2: You know what? Congratulations, David. That's awesome. Also joined by Jim Clark, who is uh, really involved. According to David, uh, this could not be happening without him, Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin. Jim, it's good to meet you. Good to meet you, too, Mike. Yeah, what is your, uh, what is your title, and what do you do here for the Summer Baseball League?
1: I am the vice president of the league, and I handle most of the website stuff, uh, filling out the data, making sure everything's running smoothly.
2: And how's that going so far?
1: We've had our bumps.
2: <laughs> you, you, and you know what? We talked about this, Jim. We talked about this before uh, coming on. And I said, guys, look, you, you, let's just be honest. You know what? Anytime you start something, and I think if you talk to any league that started anywhere around Jim, they're going to tell you the same thing. That first year is tough. The first year is a difficult thing, and the amount of lessons that you learn after year one is is makes year two better in year three, and then you have a template on what works and what doesn't work. So it's okay that this thing has had a few bumps. I commend you guys for doing this, and I'll tell you a quick story. Three or four years ago, when David Casey was in studio with me and we were talking about, uh, we were talking to the WIAA, and he kind of lost it for a minute. He said, Look, if you guys are going to eliminate this part, then you have to do a hybrid year, and why don't you do it this way and do it this way? And the, the guys at the WIAA just said, We do it the way we do it. And Casey was onto something back then. He, he had a feeling that that uh, summer baseball was going to go away. And his thought was to hybrid this thing. Start the spring year a couple weeks later, and obviously it's going to end a couple couple weeks later, and everybody will be happy. Um, but WI did not do that. And they kept spring baseball the way it is. And look, it's ended now. Their season's over. They've had a great season. But the weather in the beginning was horrible. And so after they made that decision to go spring only – David, and, and let me start with you. You came up with this idea and and probably talked to Jim and a number of other people and said, we got to have a place for our high school baseball players to be able to play here.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, if we're rewinding back to the beginning, right, um, I think it was right after the last summer state championship, the WI basically came out and said, we're axing summer baseball. Um, and for me, as a guy who grew up playing summer high school baseball, um, it, the, the, the weather is – is the biggest thing, right? So, summer high school baseball was great because you played five days a week. It, you knew you were playing. The weather was awesome, and the guys that I think got forced out of summer baseball are, you know, I to this day probably aren't so happy about it. They they liked the way it was.
2: They, they most of them did. A couple of these guys who were who um, and continue to be on these travel teams that are exploding all over the place, they were they were happy because they got to now play at their high school and play with their buddies right. and still play. But for the majority of these guys, and, and I have I had kids in on a high school show going, Look, all we knew before was summer baseball. We miss it. Like, we, we want to go back to that because every practice we had was in the gym. We didn't even get on the field until two days before our first game. And it's really cold. The one kid said, Look, I didn't realize that all the layers that I had to wear to play early in the spring. And he said, I'm way better baseball player in the summer. When it's warm and I'm not worried my hands I can feel my hands I can feel my feet and it was really interesting to listen to this this kid and he said look I didn't play very well in the beginning in fact I lost my position and now I've got it back as soon as it started warming up I told this coach I said hey I'm gonna start hitting once it gets a little warmer and he said I'm a much better summer baseball player
3: yeah it's uh it's a real thing and and You know, the other thing, there's so many factors right to weigh, right? You talked about the the travel ball players who weren't playing in the summer because they're with their travel teams. And those coaches who decided to leave before the WIA made it official, you know, I think Oak Creek and a lot of the greater Metro had made that decision together. You know, those guys obviously are happy to get those really talented players back. But at the same time, half their games on their schedule are getting canceled because, you know, rain, snow, whatever it is. And so you got to kind of ask yourself, like, listen, playing baseball in 40 degree weather is not the way baseball was meant to be played. No, period.
2: Hi, you you were a better baseball player. You hit the ball farther in the summertime, David, because you hit the ball a, a long way.
3: I used to. Um, but uh, I, I once heard someone say, I can't speak to the truth of this, that for every degree warmer, the ball travels another three feet. And, um, you know. I don't know if that's true or not. You should have went and played in Florida then. Can you imagine how far
2: that ball would have went had you played in Florida instead of South Bend? But, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Hey, uh, Jim, when when David came to you with this idea and you guys started talking about putting together the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin, your first thought on that was what?
1: My first thought was definitely because I think it's – like everybody says, the weather. I mean summer summer baseball is meant to be played in Wisconsin. That's my personal opinion. Cold weather. I played summer baseball too in high school. Where where'd you go to high school? I went to Pellmire Eagle in Tulsa West. Pelmar so, would you get kicked out of Pellmire yeah, right? Eagle or what? The whole schools going yeah, yeah. now. <laughs> That's yeah, you know
2: what I work with two girls and one had tears in her eyes the oh, day yeah? after uh, that that vote was taken.
1: Yeah, I couldn't believe it when I heard that they were actually going to close the school. Yeah, down.
2: we'll we'll <laughs> see about that. I yeah. mean there's still some people that are they're mulling around saying, "Hey, hold on a second, let's see if we can fix it." That's a whole other show
1: oh, yeah. for another radio station, <laughs>
2: probably not this sports station we should talk about.
1: But but so you played and and then when David came I you do you have a son that plays I do have a son that plays. Yes. Yeah, where where does he play? He plays at Tulsa West, and he plays for GRB. Okay, um, what year? Uh, he is a freshman. Well, I'll go. He's a sophomore now.
2: Okay, so there is there is not only for you personally, but certainly for for family, for your son, a chance for him to to, to play in, yes. in, in in the summer, which is is big. Um, you, we had talked a little bit early, in the, and we had a laugh about it, but that first year. You know, there are some, some some issues and some bumps that, that we're going to
1: find. What's the biggest lesson that you've learned so far? Patience. Lots and lots of patience. I mean, you have so much stuff comes up. And, I mean, we expected a lot of stuff to come up, but I think we we almost didn't expect as much as we did. Sure. But it seems to be working itself out. Things are smoothing out. I mean... I, do you um, do you cringe every time you get your phone rings now? Uh, I wake up to many many emails and texts. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I bet you do. Many, right? And and with uh, people saying, "Hey, look, this didn't," or "How come this happened?" or "How come?" and I'm hoping, and and I hope David that you'll you'll know this. I'm hoping that these coaches and players that are involved in this understand this is year one, and understand that look, there there are going to be a couple of issues, but at the end of the day. These kids are going to get a chance to continue to play baseball in the summertime when all of us agree that, that that it should be played and understand that, look, what you guys are trying to do is something really good for these kids. This Look, I got to believe this isn't making you rich, David. No, no. It's not making you guys right. The idea behind this (laughs) wasn't you're laughing because it probably (laughs) at the end of the day it's gonna and I don't think you know this you have it's gonna end up costing you about fifty bucks (laughs) to work in this thing. But year one is is all about trying to get to year two, right, David?
3: Yeah, so um our 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 goal, our mission, right, for this first year is is real simple. It's we wanna treat the, the coaches, the players, and the umpires from a league perspective in the best possible way we can we want them to have the best possible experience that they can right knowing and and already experiencing some bumps along the way we want to make sure these guys get invested into this league and we want to keep them coming back for more right because at the end of the day for for the coaches now you can look at this from all sorts of different perspectives right the coaches this enables them to develop their programs further right if they just stopped at the end of the spring season They get two months with their players their players go off and do something else for the summer that's it now they have four five months to really work with their players develop them develop that team chemistry they need heading into next spring okay that's number one from an umpire viewpoint okay these guys didn't have anywhere else to work now in the summer summer high school baseball was done you know, there's a lot of umpires out there that don't necessarily like doing youth, the youth side of baseball.
2: Tavern softball leagues. There you
3: go. That's another option for them. <laughs> yeah. All right. But these guys didn't know, you know, midweek games, there weren't going to be any for them. Right. And so this gives them another outlet. And some of these guys work to, you know, seriously to make money with this stuff. And, and we're happy and excited to be able to provide them that opportunity. And then from a player perspective, and, you know, we have Harrison here who will speak to this a little bit um, from his perspective you know, from his perspective, but a lot of kids play travel baseball. A lot of kids don't. But what this league affords the players and the parents an opportunity to do is play quality baseball games at an incredibly affordable price. I think the most I heard a coach charging players this year was 350 bucks a player for the whole summer. And, um, it's pretty you know, good. Yeah, you compare that to the travel ball teams out there, which are $2,500, 3000 plus, right. it's a new – It's a new market.
2: How many games in the season?
3: It's
1: unlimited. It's unlimited. They can fit in as many games as they possibly can up to a certain date. So So they could play every day. They could play doubleheaders every day. Monday through Thursday. They just need they to find to.
2: coaches that'll, that'll play against them, other teams.
1: Right. Well, we have, everything's broke down in divisions, so they play their division teams, and then they have the ability to go outside their division to get extra games.
2: And you know what? We're going to talk more about the, the rules and details later in the show. Um, we're going to get to a break real quick. On the other side of the break, David, I'm, I'm going to cut you and Jim loose for a segment, and we've got uh, a player and his son going to join us, Correct.
3: Yep, Harrison Wood and John Wood.
2: Good. We're going to have Harrison and John Wood join us on the other side as we continue to talk about the new Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin. Uh, This show is always brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. This is Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGiver, now joined by John and Harrison Wood. Uh Harrison's young man plays uh over at West Allis Hale, actually plays with Jim Clark's son. Jim, I think, said his kid went to Toadsa West. He's uh he's wrong. His son goes to West Allis Hale. He's in the back here laughing at me right now. Um, John and Harrison Wood join me right now. John being the father. John, how you been?
0: I am fine, sir. Nice to meet you.
2: Nice to meet you. And, and Harrison, it's good to see you. Um, Harrison, let's start with you. You you play at West Allis Hale. First of all, what uh, what were those games like against West Allis Central, man? Those games get after it, right? They were crazy. Yeah, come close to the mic if you can, Harrison. Thank you. Um, it doesn't matter what the records are. Anytime Hale and Central go, uh, big crowd and, and you, had, you guys had some fun?
4: Huge crowd. Yeah, the stands were full. Man,
2: how did uh, how did you play against them?
4: I pitched that game and I pitched sixty six pitches in six innings. We lost one zero, but oh. I played pretty good.
2: Good for you. Good because they had a pretty good team this year, right?
4: Yeah, they went to the sectional yeah. regional championship. I yep. think.
2: Yeah, they went. Uh, their basketball team did well. Their baseball team did well. Um, so you you uh, you are in this league, the summer baseball league of Wisconsin. Um, you're feeling on 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 playing in this league. You enjoy it.
4: I enjoy, it, yeah, just um it's a good chance to just get extra reps. So do you
2: play with the kids from from the Hale baseball team? yeah. and and does your coach coach the team as well? Yes. um, how many games have you guys played so far? Do you know?
4: Um I'm I think around six, six to eight.
2: Boy, that's good, right? Good for you. hey, um john when when Harrison let you know that he had a chance um to to continue playing with his his high school team um and and play in this were you all for it
0: yes and no uh i was worried and i talked with uh coach dave casey uh, i've been with him for probably five six years now and uh, i said to him do you realize that some of these um some of these are going to interfere with the practices that we're having with the traveling team right and he said it's all right These are extra reps. This is a chance for him to get to know the other players and start playing well. Because like you guys were saying earlier, um, when they played summer ball, Harrison did not play summer ball with the school. He was with a traveling team, Milwaukee Baseball Academy. And uh, now he gets a chance to be with his friends and his peers. And I I think it's awesome. I, I love how Dave Casey has actually welcomed it and showed us. As parents, how we can do both.
2: You know, and that comes from a guy that played at a really high level. Yeah. And a really smart guy. And the fact that, you know, that that him and Jim Clark kind of are putting this together and and are willing to admit, look, there was a couple bumps in a row, but look, at the end of the day, what this thing does is it gives our boys a chance for extra reps, gives our chance, our boys a, a chance to play extra baseball. Hey Harrison, with that chance to, to to play with your your schoolmates and play against West Dallas Central, um, you you obviously like the fact that that WI went to spring baseball only, right?
4: Uh yes, I know. Um, no, being the weather wasn't that good this year, a lot of makeups, but yes, because then I still had a chance to play with my friends from school and then my club.
2: Hey, do, do you um, what else? Do you did do you play other than pitch?
4: I play third base, catcher.
2: So in in all the baseball now you're playing you you get an you get an opportunity to pitch any worries about about yeah you pitching too much
4: I feel fine when I pitch I don't feel like I'm over pitching
2: Yeah I, I, you throw a lot of fastballs you throw in all kinds of stuff
4: I throw a fastball, curveball, and change up.
2: Man, don't bring that stuff in my way. I'm going to knock that thing out of the park. No, Harrison, I'm just kidding. I can't hit a softball. I'm too old, man. You should saw his eyes lit. You Hey, John, you can't hit him anymore either, right? No.
0: no? Not even close, no.
2: Hey, Harrison, when, um, when, when they come to you on the travel team, and say, hey, look, we're going to have you pitch this weekend. Do you then let your your summer league team, your your uh, the the team that you're on with the the summer baseball league, of Wisconsin, know that look, I, I'm going to be pitching this weekend, so I can't pitch on Thursday or Friday.
4: Yeah, our coaches know that that people who play travel ball aren't going to be available available to pitch as much, but right. if they need to pitch like an inning or so, cause they didn't get. Um, an inning over the weekend from in a tournament, they allow us to throw. That's
2: your favorite position, pitcher. Yeah, yeah, you like throwing it. Yeah, that's good. Hey, John, when um, when they came to you and, and and you said, look, yes and no, I was a little bit, I wasn't sure if this was was good for him. Uh, you must, as a parent, love the fact that the open line of communication between the, the his coach from West Ellis Hale that is coaching that summer baseball uh, team in the summer baseball league of Wisconsin. That, that he can go to them and say hey look I, I I'm pitching this weekend on my travel team so I need to play third or I need to catch
0: yes I was that was one of my biggest concerns when I when I first heard about this and Dave said you know coach Dave said don't worry we already got this under control it's already it's uh all the coaches have you know we've explained this so it, it was very awesome um especially uh he actually when he was younger broke his arm pitching. Uh, because he thought he was old enough to throw curveballs.
2: Yeah, not so. smart. That's why, I, yeah, I saw when he looked at me, I said, you're just throwing fastballs, right? And he kind of shook. Hey, I got to tell you this, Harrison. I want you to, to to listen to this. It's really important. I used to do the Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine Show. And I used to have these, these uh, orthopedic surgeons come in, and we would talk about this. And they said, look, if I've got a kid who plays football and baseball and basketball, I never see him. I don't see him. If I got a kid that plays soccer and volleyball and baseball, I don't see him. The people I see are the swimmers only, the volleyball only, the baseball only. And and what surprised me is they said in baseball, the guys I see the most are the guys that pitch and catch. Because a catcher throws on every play. Pitchers throw on every play. And he said so the, the combination of those two, so a kid who pitches and when he doesn't pitch, he catches – are the kids I worry the most about. And and this doctor said my big recommendation is tell the kid to go play first. Go play third. Go play the outfield sometimes to take off some of the wear and tear on his arm. So I know you're you're going, man, I wish you wouldn't be saying this with my father here and my mom listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm telling you that some of the smartest guys I've ever met in my life said, look, I would highly recommend this. Understand that that... that you know, take that for what it's worth for you. And uh, maybe there are days that you say, "Hey, look, maybe today. Remember what that guy told me on the radio show. Maybe I should go play third base today. Um, let's let's save that arm a little bit if we can. All right. All right. Um, that's a concern for your wife as well, I'm sure. Yes. Huh? Yes. And what, she, what is her name, by the way? Uh,
0: Sa- Sandy.
2: Sandy. I'm sure Sandy's and worried played, about her. She
0: played underhand fast pitch. Okay. Um. She actually went to college
4: on that. So good for her. But um, can I you do, can I do you wanna... hit her? I. <laughs> Never hit I yeah. never hit against an underhand softball
2: so You know. know what? Ask her one time. I tried it once First pitch I didn't see <laughs> I couldn't see it And I said, well that was outside, that was a ball And the catcher said, what are you talking about? It was right down the middle And the girl threw a changeup and I hit a, I, just an easy one to the second baseman And the girl started yelling at me I go, what are you yelling at? She goes, I don't want you touching my stuff When she threw a fastball I couldn't see it So I, I, I gained all kinds of respect for that so she she played, so she understands this yes. when I'm telling him about. Yes. Be careful with the arm. Well,
0: he's, yeah, he's actually gotten better now with the care and what he's throwing, and um, he does. He he made uh, he got honorable mention in his conference this year for a latility player. Oh good. So he does play third and first. Uh, he doesn't see catcher as much as I would like him to, but that's.
2: If if it's okay, John, keep talking into that microphone because I'm losing you as you're looking. no, oh. you're looking around, but that's okay. So you you prefer him to play catcher more than anything?
0: For, yes, I I think that's uh, that's his bread and butter. But he's shown me that he pitches a lot better. So okay, I I he's old enough now to make his decision.
2: Yeah, you bet. So, um. Hey, the the, the the competition you're seeing now in the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin, how's the competition?
4: Um, everybody goes out and plays hard. Competition's still out there.
2: And you're playing against teams that, that are from your league or teams that you haven't seen before?
4: So mostly teams are teams I haven't seen before.
2: Oh, well, that makes it fun, right?
4: Yeah, play against new teams, new players.
2: Wait, and then when you travel, how many weekends do you travel throughout the summer?
4: Probably eight eight or nine tournaments in the summer. So a lot. Yeah, probably every weekend. Man, John, you're busy.
0: Uh, huh? We just got back from uh, Lansing, Michigan, and now we're going to Michigan City, Indiana. So, yeah. We you, do get you, July 4th off, though. Do you, do you love it? <laughs> uh, yes, I actually do. John, I, I, I ate it up.
2: Yeah, I envy it because, you know what, I my son played basketball, and he's done now, and he played Division Three college basketball, and we that was what we did. That's what, you know in the summers when he was playing AU, I was coaching most of the time, and um, we did that as a family. And and then when it ends, it ends. And I will tell you what, it ends abruptly when it when it does, and and uh, it is painful. That's oh, I'm for
0: fortunate because sure. uh, Coach Casey actually lets me coach too. He so does. I'm the assistant coach on the, on the uh...
2: Harrison. How is that for you, having your dad as the assistant coach? All right.
4: Yeah, I mean he's been my coach since Little League, so I'm kind of used to it now.
2: That's awesome! Hey guys, we're going to cut you loose. Thank you so much, Um, John and Harrison Wood. Again, John uh, plays at West Dallas Hale. Plays with Jim Clark's son at West Dallas Hale. Harrison Harrison does. What did I say, John? John John has no eligibility left, Sandy. You know that. Harrison Wood plays at West (laughs) Dallas Hale with Jim Clark's son. Also plays for Milwaukee Baseball Academy, and he plays for the West Dallas Hale team in the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin. We're going to get to a break on the other side. David Casey and Jim Clark will be back, and uh, we'll continue to talk about this new league. This is the Summer, uh, Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern alongside David Casey and Jim Clark. Hey, as we talk about this league, you can go to their website. It's sblwbaseball.com That's sblw so it's Summer uh, Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin baseball.com sblwbaseball.com Hey David, we had talked uh, first segment. First of all, uh the guy john and, and harrison uh wood harrison what a nice young man he is and uh john wood helps you out as, as an assistant coach these guys are fully bought in to what you're doing those are nice people
3: yeah no they're really great i mean talk about a model of what we're looking for as far as uh parent and a player and uh hard worker great kid everything you want
2: yeah he uh he wants to uh, wants to pitch and ca- he wants to catch a little bit more. I think that's what his dad's looking for. Just so you know, I know you were out of the studio when we when we talked to him, but uh, he uh, I think Harrison likes to play different positions. And 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 talking to Jim Clark said you guys fully believe that he's a really good catcher, but he's got a chance to be really good elsewhere.
3: Yeah, I mean, kind of like I was telling you, we want him to be versatile, and I want all my guys to be versatile. It just opens up doors for them. He's going to be a college baseball player somewhere. Um, so the more versatility has, the more chance you have to play right away and make an impact on those teams.
2: Yeah, I agree. Hey, let's get back to kind of the 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 thought process behind putting together the summer baseball league of Wisconsin. And look, I know that we all have we all have ideas on different things, but to take it from the idea and from a piece of paper to making it reality, how difficult of that uh that transition was it?
3: It took a long time. I mean uh, so, I don't exactly remember when the WI made an announcement to end summer baseball, but probably the day after Jim and I were talking about this. Um, it, there was not much time that passed. So, um, you know, taking it from there to um, really it was us pounding the pavement as far as, hey, how would this league work? How would we get coaches involved and on board? And how you know in a five to six hundred game schedule for a summer, um, how do we get umpires to be at every game, and just all the little things you don't think about right away off off the bat? How do we make it all happen?
2: Yeah, I I and I've got to believe that there are some things that that even as as much as you guys met and thought about this, I mean something as small as who's bringing the baseballs, right?
3: Yeah, you know we had uh, we we provide baseballs for every team as part of their league fee. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, small details like that are things along the way where you're like, oh, yeah, we got to figure this part out. Or, oh, we got to figure this part out, and how do we get it done?
2: Hey, Jim, how do they decide, how do the teams decide on what field they're going to play at? Um, in our league, we... Hey, hold on a second. Can we explain the problem we're having with with Jim's <laughs> microphone? You know, I this is the first for me, guys. This is a first and and you know what maybe back off a little Jim let's try this again and then we'll explain what's going on now that's you know what um we uh so Jim Clark has, has uh has a uh, a, a heart a ticker heart valve. heart valve and um it it just got put in the, got put in. In, March. in March you look good by the way Thank you. Yeah, my my microphones are picking that thing up and making some crazy noises. And uh we'll we'll figure this thing out for the next segment. Um, David, let's continue with with you if we can. Um we talked about the the difficulty of going from the idea to on paper and and just small details, the big details we get. Mm-hmm. Who decides wh- where the the teams are going to play? How does that work?
3: So, the the idea for this league was really stolen from Illinois. Okay. So they've done this in Illinois for 50 years. Okay. Okay. Play su- play their high school season this spring and play a second season in the summer. And in Illinois, there's re- there's two state championships. Okay. There's one in the spring. That's the real high school one. There's one in the summer that is, um, sponsored by like their version of the WIA, but it's a second state championship and it's for your next year's spring teams. Okay. Okay? And so I've always known this and because we used to go play those teams. When I was at Whitefish Bay, we would go play those summer Illinois teams. And so I based it off what they do, okay, which is um, play during the weekdays and let kids go play travel ball on the weekends. So we're not interfering with anything, but we're adding something new. And so that was the basic idea for it all.
2: Boy how many teams in the league and you have a jv and a varsity correct mm-hmm. how many how many varsity teams 28 28 and how many jV teams
3: 16 Did,
2: is is 28 the number that you would hope for is 28 more than you thought what what do you think
3: we didn't put a cap on it really um we wanted to for us the more teams we got in the cooler it's going to be for teams in the in the league because and the reason I say that is you know, right now our North division of the varsity is a lot of North Shore Conference teams. If you're a North Shore Conference team that plays those guys all spring long, you want to play some different guys right. in the summer. Right. So the more teams we start to get in going forward, we want to mix it up a little bit. We don't want those guys. We don't want Whitefish Bay Nicolet, just as an example off the top of my head, all like five times, six times a year we want teams that are from different conferences mixing it up right yeah
2: and and you know what and, and those kids will like it the coaches will like it you know guys that yeah again these are guys that you're not only competing in baseball against but if you play basketball you play basketball against play football you play. Yep. so if you could get somebody from Whitefish Bay to play against you know Waukesha West and to play against uh you know one of the teams from Donna Kenosha if Bradford would get in. You know, Tremper would get in something like that. Now you got something, right? Because now there's, you know, what? Okay, you think your you think your conference down at uh, you think Southern Lakes is a good one? Come on, Waterford, come on, boys, yep. why don't you come up and play us? Type stuff. I think that just adds to the the whole thing.
3: And and I'll say to um, just like our footprint this first year. I mean, Jim and I, and especially Jim, deserves a ton of credit, right? Last summer, the last year of summer high school baseball, we pounded the pavement. And we were out there at, at as many games as possible, talking to as many coaches as possible, really just hustling, trying to get the word about this league out there. And, and the result of that was 40-plus teams in our league this first year, which we're proud of.
2: And you should be. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. I don't know how honest you're going to be. I'll be honest. Baseball coach is a different breed, bro. It's a different breed. You know, I do the football show. I do the basketball show. Baseball guys are tough. You know what, they're, they're hard to get a hold of sometimes. They don't call back very well. And, you know, we haven't been doing the baseball show as, as, as long. And so when I call for a football coach, I guess I forget what it was that first two years. Because guys call and go, yeah, come on. Because people are very familiar, at least in in that world, in the high school football world, they knew i do that show. Basketball, they know. Baseball is different. I only do it every other week. But man, is it been hard for you to get get these guys to call back, and are they organized and all that?
3: Yeah. Um, so, I think it doesn't really matter what business that you run. Communication is a huge piece of it, right? Okay. And so, for me, um, I think this first year, there's some there's some new communication lines that have to open. Okay. Some of those new communication lines are the coaches communicating with the league right that's a big one and and one guy we should mention is Gary Kalkoff who's our umpire coordinator he along with Jim and I has done a great job communicating with coaches okay but the other communication line that that isn't thought about as much probably is the coaches taking responsibility and communicating with their parents and players right. early enough and giving them enough warning and here's how the summer's going to go some coaches did a really really good job of that some coaches this first year really like to put it plainly, waited till the last minute. Well, and it and it and came you know back what? to bite
2: them maybe a little bit. And 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 again, similar to 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 you guys with the bumps in the road, they didn't know. You know, they weren't sure, right? How this thing was going to work. And and I'm not standing up for those guys, but I'm just telling you for, for the guys that don't call me back, you know who you are if you're listening, <laughs> and you're shaking your head laughing, but. You know, it. I can only do shows like this because the people participate, yeah. and they want to highlight, promote, and celebrate what they're doing. Hey, we're going to get to a break. I figured out. Um, how we're going to get Jim Clark on, and he'll join us in the next segment. Um, I figured that out, and and uh, we will uh, talk to him about some of the things that uh, that he has done for the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin. And when you talk to David Casey, he says, "Look, I couldn't do it without without a guy like Jim Clark." And and I love the fact that these guys are working together for a common goal, and that is to get our high school age kids, baseball players, a chance to continue playing baseball. Uh, through the summer with their teammates and their coaches. This is the new Summer Baseball League show uh, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the new Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show Brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin I'm Mike McGivern alongside David Casey and Jim Clark These are the guys that uh, put this league There's a number of people working in the league These are the two guys that have uh, been working really hard to get this thing done Hey David, you had talked about uh, before about uh, Jim and, and, and the amount of work that he has done for this uh, Why do you think a guy like Jim Clark has gotten involved like this?
3: Uh, I think he's a longtime baseball fan, coach, uh, father, and I think as far as the summer league's concerned, strictly, um, I think Jim understands how this can better baseball around right. the area, and then you know Jim's helped me out on a number of other things. We've we've kind of built a relationship over over the years, and I think we can both see a lot of positive hey, outcomes here. Hey,
2: hey Jim, let's try this again. So, um, what high school does your son play at?
1: West Dallas Nathan Hale. There you go. Well, well done. <laughs>
2: hey, um, what is the toughest part for you on this? I know David had talked about the communication part of it. Um, year two, and in, in fact, before what, the most difficult part, what's the number one thing you're going to change about what you guys the mindset and what you came into year one for this league with, and how you see it going forward in year two?
1: Um, in year two ideally the smoothness everything is going to run better i think everyone's going to be on board and realize that this is a reality now i think this first year i don't know that everybody bought into oh hey we're going to play another season of baseball and with that being in with that in mind the next year hopefully everyone comes in with the same mentality and things just run overall smoother
2: yeah, I I hope that happens as well, and I think that it will. Um, who who works with the referees? Did you say um, Kelkoff?
3: Umpires. Yep, Gary Kelkoff, Yeah.
2: Yeah. How hard has it been for him to get not referees, umpires? Excuse me, I'm a <laughs> basketball guy. You know that. Um, how hard has it been for Gary to get uh, umpires uh, willing to do this?
1: Um, he's got he's got a Rolodex that is insane he's got a number of numbers and so far he has been very successful he hasn't had a lot of fight he's been covering every single game we've had we have not had one single issue as far as getting umpires in on games is it
2: one or two is it two umpires umpires per per game um what happens if if there's a rain delay or a rain cancellation or how how does that work
1: um just like in regular baseball we'll if they're in the middle of the game they'll do a delay based off lightning 30 minutes or whatever and then they try to try to continue the game if the game if it's
2: raining all all morning and and uh the field says it's going to cancel how does that happen
3: the coaches we've implemented a system a um you know a, a procedure for them to follow right it's really simple they let the umpires know they let the other team know then they let the league know and then they figure out with that other team when they're gonna make up that game that's just got canceled.
2: Hey, have you guys had any issues where there where there's a game scheduled and in the afternoon the coach from one team realizes he's got three kids on vacation and two kids sick and he's not gonna have enough kids. What happens then?
3: They forfeit, but in general we haven't had many of those issues. Um yeah, two maybe, right? There's so um That's not bad. No. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think we've had two of those, maybe one where one time an umpire didn't show up. One time, um, I can't think of anything else that would have happened other than those couple times.
1: weather, I mean, and the the first week was very difficult just in the aspect of everybody getting, oh, boy, hey, we're really playing this. That was a little hectic, so we had some shuffling around of games there. But once that first week went through, Games have, aside from weather, games have been going off pretty smoothly.
2: Have you gone to many games? Have have you you've gone to see your son play? I'm sure, right? Yeah, David, have you gone out and watched and, and driven past just to make sure games have been going on and stuff?
3: Yeah, I've gotten to a couple just to swing by, um, just with the NBA schedule on top of it. You know, running practices and games and tournaments that way. Um, you know, I haven't gotten out to as many as I'd like to. But we try to follow up with coaches. We try to communicate with them, get feedback from them so we can learn and improve.
2: Have um, And we had talked about this when you had this idea. Have any sponsors
3: gotten in, on board year one? So we pretty much decided to shut that down for year one. And the reason being we wanted to make sure we weren't going to get people involved in something that wasn't going to work right so we wanted to prove the concept out this first year and our plan next year is to really expand that effort and and get a lot of sponsors yeah involved.
2: i i think that was probably a good idea because you know what yeah what, what happens is you you know you risk a long-term sponsor for a one-year gain. right you know yeah, that one year and if they can come out and say look this didn't work yeah, this wasn't what you told me, and and again, we had talked about some things that are going to change for year two because of the lessons that are learned uh, from from year one. Hey, Jim, what kind of feedback? Any feedback from parents? And 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 how have there been crowds at some of these games?
1: There has been some pretty decent crowds, from what uh, I've known. Um, parents seem to really like it. They like that their kids get to play baseball during the summer at an affordable price. I mean, I know we talked about how much it costs to play travel baseball. You can't play the number of games you're going to get in our league at the price point that is set. And we don't control that price point. The coaches and the schools have full control of that. But like we said before, the most expensive one we've seen is $350 dollars. And to get 20 plus games for $350 dollars, right, you can't do it.
2: No, I don't th- I don't think you can. To be honest with you, do you guys have any kind of tournaments at, at the the end of the year?
1: We have an end of the season tournament and we also have two rant two tournaments that we've that we run during the season, one of which just went off last weekend. And the winner of that tournament, who happened to be Greendale, won an automatic bid into the the end-of-the-season tournament, whether they're in first or second because our top two teams make it into the the end-of-the-season tournament, they're automatically already in at-large Yeah,
2: I I saw their team play because I I went out to watch my boys at Greendale, Martin Luther, and uh, Greendale ended their season and uh, in the tournament I went over to Greendale and watched them play and I pulled up and and went to park and Brian Johnson came out and said, I wouldn't park there for you. I'd move my car and literally where I was going to park, that one got hit. So
1: they, they have some boys that have some power.
2: Yeah, they, they really do. That's a good group of boys. I had them in studio. And uh, uh, in fact, their shortstop live on the, the radio asked the girl to prom. And he, uh, first thing she said was, no. And everybody's stunned, and she's like, no, I'm going to go with you, but it sure took you long enough. And he was like, thank goodness, because I was going to have to transfer, man. If she said, no, I had fun with those boys from Greenville. In fact, later in the show, we're going to get a chance to talk to Ryan Johnson, the head baseball coach at at Greendale. Hey, guys, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, um, are you familiar with the Milwaukee Milkmen? Yep, yep. Yeah. Have uh, yeah, you've uh, you guys using any of the fields at the Rock? Any of your your nobody uh, soon. You guys will because the facility is great out there, and uh, I Mike Zimmerman's done a great job bringing this to this area, and uh, he's been in studio the last couple of weeks, and his uh, his enthusiasm. For, for what he's doing and it is off the charts. They started their real home games. They, they started their their first uh, scheduled home games in Indiana because they weren't ready here at Franklin, but it's ready now. And they started uh, earlier in the week their first real home game, and they've had great crowds. And the people that have gone, uh, I've gotten like six or seven phone calls from people going, thanks for talking about it, because we went out on Monday or Tuesday or whatever and and said we had a great time. Affordable. My kids had a good time. It was fun. It was entertaining. It's good baseball. And uh, they, they, all of them said, hey, we'll be back. And the uh, next segment, in fact, it's either going to be one or two. We're going to talk to a couple of players from the Milwaukee Milkmen. I know for sure that Miles Smith is going to be here, and I'm hoping Adam Walker is going to walk through the door as well. And we'll do that on the other side of the break. I'm going to ask you guys to stick around then uh, for, the, for the last two segments of the show. David Casey and Jim Clark, uh, they are the... Basically the originators, the guys that came up with the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin, you can go to sblwbaseball.com, sblwbaseball.com for more information. This is the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.